now that we're done talking about Big Brother monitoring our uh, phones and computers and turning that into Facebook ads, now we can just be quiet and awkward because that's yeah. how we do. Well, I mean, it, like, we we were we were talking about like in the most innocuous way possible, where they're like showing us shit on the PlayStation Store, not like you know tracking us on a day to day basis so that they can I don't know use our political affiliations against us or something insane. That also happens. There's that also. <laughs> so that's a problem too. Oh, fuck me. All right. Well, before we get too deep into that, uh, why don't we just go ahead and get started? Uh, welcome back, everybody, to Dance Robot Dance, our 120th episode. I'm Tim. I'm going to be hosting this week. Got our usual crew with us once again. So say hello. We obviously have Mark with us. Hello, everybody. And we have Christy that's probably being quiet because we keep pounding her with uh, Geralt memes or Geralt memes. Geralt. <laughs> I was close. No. <laughs> yeah, the internet's been having fun with that one the last uh, couple weeks. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how you guys doing this week? Are you guys both fucking sick? No. I'm I'm getting over a cold still from like a week and a half ago. Well, it just sounds like you're both sniffling uh, at me a lot. So I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if you're both. No, I'm, I'm slightly sniffly, but yeah, it's just early. Yeah, I was going to say, it might yeah. just be an early morning thing. I, I tend to be a little congested every morning. Mark. Yeah, I am the same way. So that I've been up Mark. since 630. Mark. So why? Yes, ma'am. Turn your volume down. I'm just talking to her, Mark. Yeah. Oh, three and a half hosts. God damn it, Mark. No, he just has. Other Mark. He has drawful we're playing drawful together and the sound on his phone is like clink 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 so i'm trying to save you from editing later hmm. yay Being always nice to have a editing mm-hmm. saved yeah <laughs> so we've got something sort of a little different this week it's a little experiment that i've had in mind for a while hopefully it'll work out give us a chance to just sort of riff on some stuff for a bit but uh before that let's get to the nerdy news for the week Not a lot, but what there was was, I think, pretty big. The biggest one that I wanted to lead off with was uh, we're just getting more and more information about series that are going to be on this Disney streaming service, Mm -hmm. which we learned a name for. It's going to be called Disney Plus. Disney, like the plus symbol. The plus sign. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't learn from Google's mistakes with that particular (laughs) brand of advertising, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting branding to choose from. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. But I feel like the fact that they've got Star Wars and Disney and fucking like Marvel. Yeah. And Marvel is probably going to make them a little more appealing than Google plus. Yeah. Yes. Google plus <laughs> just had nothing. Yeah. Google plus just has all your early adopter friends that think that they're more technically advanced than everybody else. Uh, except I'm usually one of those people. And even I was like, no, I can't do this. This is stupid. <laughs> I tried Google plus. It just, it, it didn't integrate the way I think they wanted it to. It was poorly implemented rushed to start yeah agreed yeah. agreed and it was also you know at the time facebook wasn't looking quite so shoddy as it is now yeah. which we probably shouldn't talk about because you know we used facebook for most of Primarily. our advertising but at the same time and as we just mentioned the fucking internet is listening yeah the internet facebook is listening to us right now yeah, so we don't want to get uh, we don't want to get zuckerberg well we have I guarantee you, each of us has at least one Facebook tab open right now, so it is definitely monitoring our <laughs> oh, microphone. Yeah, I got- yep. Not to be there, you go right. <laughs> so, like, not to be paranoid, you know, conspiracy theory guy, but yeah, they're listening to us right now, regardless. Even though we are going to edit this down and put it on the internet, and I'm probably going to leave all this bullshit in anyway because because <laughs> who? It's a lot of work cutting this kind of stuff out. Yeah. So, 
so well let's tell the the people the, at facebook that are listening to us or at least the algorithms what is going to be on the disney streaming service as if they don't already know. loki loki is one um this one we'd actually discussed a while back as sort of a rumor but it has now been officially announced that disney is bringing a loki tv series with tom hiddleston to so its dis- to its uh, streaming service to disney plus so pumped so pumped <laughs> we have no details on the series besides that it will be about Loki and have Tom Hiddleston, but I think that's enough to have most fucking people on board. <laughs> well, I'm not super concerned about his beauty just so much as like there's probably going to be a Thor cameo, which is always an exciting like I feel like these shows are just going to be their excuse to get all these guys to show up in cameos on TV shows just yeah. for like Okay. <laughs> or a Matt Damon cameo. Matt I'm Damon. <laughs> That just means there's cameras on. Like if Matt Damon does a cameo <laughs> true. thing, it means you're shooting and he walks by because that's basically what he does now for a living. I think he's trying to. Oh, so do I. I think he's trying to uh, get the cameo actor crown away from Stanley. Good luck with that. <laughs> Stanley's technically the most profitable actor of all time. All the movies of, uh, that he's the, been like in. He's yeah. in all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> so. He has the largest uh, total box office draw. I think he might actually have beat Sam Jackson for yeah. that. Finally, like it took a little while, but I think he got. I think I think Infinity War may have put him over well, the edge. Sam Although, Jackson was also Sam in Jackson Infinity gets War. To share that credit. So yeah, so he gets yeah. to share that credit, but. <laughs> Sam Jackson doesn't get credit for shit like Spider-Man or like Guardians or Civil War or all, all the other yeah. stuff that, you know, Stan yeah. was definitely in. So, I don't know. I always find it interesting that that's one of those funny little stats that like, I mean, nobody really cares, but like Stan gets to say it, which just makes me happy because yeah, Stan absolutely. gets to say it. Uh, and he's milking that for all it's worth, too. I wanted his age. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's got like, he's probably, he doesn't know if he's got 15 seconds or 15 years yeah. left on the clock. You know what I mean? He, I would just be like, I'm just loving life right now. Like take every minute in the, in the spotlight you that I can gonna get. going to have to start getting ready yeah, exactly. for that. Start prepping. Um, no, thanks. Shut your mouth. Thanks. Shut your mouth. Don't make Thank us bring you. out, bring up Geralt again. You guys poke fun at me constantly, but <laughs> I say one empathetic thing, just being like, just get ready. You guys protect your souls. <laughs> and you're both like, fuck off. <laughs> Um, this is why this no, is why we're, we're just in denial on not that. prepared emotionally ever yeah. <laughs> no it's not gonna happen <laughs> no. <laughs> no no we I, i'm well aware we're gonna lose stan at some point and it makes me sad so i just like to live in the delusion that he's immortal you shut your whore mouth shut your okay, whore I know, mouth. my whore mouth <laughs> <laughs> we also uh learned about a totally new uh series for the disney plus platform that we hadn't heard anything about before it uh, appears to be another live action star wars uh series that is a prequel to rogue one with uh cassian andor the diego luna portrayed character did they bring in the actor back too yeah yeah diego luna Ooh. is going to is going to be the one that's playing cassian andor on that so that was a character that i definitely felt like had a lot of backstory that we hadn't seen so could be kind of cool and it's sort of stepping outside the era of star wars like it's it's you know between the prequel trilogy the and episode era. four, yeah, that sort yeah. of. I mean, I guess that's kind of Clone Wars era. Um, yeah. No, because Clone Wars era was like between episodes two and three. So yeah, it's kind of kind of lost era. So yeah. um, I think there's some stuff in there that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we we saw Han's adventures during that time period. So true, there's true. obviously lots of shit going on at the time, and yeah. like especially as the Empire is like expanding and collecting influence yeah. over that por- that period of time would probably make for good storytelling possibilities yeah and uh i mean hopefully we get more k2so out of that as well that would be awesome gotta keep alan tudyk working you yeah. know <laughs> all, 
all two dicks of them's got to work all the time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds interesting. So I don't know if it's going to be like an ongoing series, miniseries, what. But regardless, we'll see where that goes. I'm still waiting for the big announcement where they move Daredevil over to that goddamn thing. Because like, if that show doesn't get a fourth season and they don't pick it up, I'm going to be fucking furious. It was really good. <laughs> anyway, in non-Disney Marvel news, at least for now. There's, they finally sort of made the announcement about the PG-13 Deadpool 2 cut, uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. What? Yeah, yeah. Going, getting back to Stan, Stan shot a new cameo for this. Really? That's <laughs> what I was reading this week, yeah. What's it called? Once Upon a Deadpool. So, oh my god, that's yeah. so It's funny. going to be, yeah, they're bringing it into theaters from December 12th through 24th, and a dollar of each ticket that they sell is going to go to a charity it's usually called fuck cancer but because this is the pg-13 version they've changed the name of the charity to fudge cancer so do you think (laughs) do you think that ryan reynolds is like gonna mock the fact that it's pg-13 in the movie like he's gonna change so much i don't know how much they've actually reshot in terms of the movie i think the movie might just be more of an edit oh okay yeah but they've filmed new stuff in terms of a framing narrative a la Princess Bride. Oh. Yeah. So they and they've actually got Fred Savage, like adult Fred Savage, playing that same character from Princess Bride, Amazing. like laying in the bed, being like, and Deadpool's reading the story to him, like Deadpool, Deadpool, read me a story. Are you kind serious? Of thing. Oh my god, yeah. my heart. <laughs> yeah. So, so in there, presumably Ryan Reynolds will have some room to sort of riff and you know talk about how they're just trying to cash in that more on the so shit happy. and. Some more fourth wall breaking and meta humor and that kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys think you'll actually go out and, and see that in theaters? No. I might. I might. <laughs> just to like say yeah. I did kind I'll of thing. Like, I like Deadpool. I guess it depends what else uh, what else is coming out. Because, I mean, that around that time, there's going to be Aquaman as well. There's going to be Fantastic Beasts, which not getting great early reviews uh, I've seen. I wasn't going to talk Ooh. about that, but it just kind of came up. But yeah, the early reviews on that are mixed at best yeah but they said the yeah. same thing for bohemian rhapsody and it blew up did it do that well it's becoming the contender for best or for mo- highest grossing music film of all time it's becoming contender for highest oh. grossing film of all time like knocking avatar out what what really Guys, it's doing that well doing i don't think it's doing that, that well. well i gotta look this up now yeah let's box office watch <laughs> this thing i'm I feel like Chrissy's being hyperbolic here. I read an article about how dangerous the interpretation actually is, though. It's not even made $100 million yet, and it's been really? out what for two, for a week. Okay, maybe not Avatar week. then, but it is one of the higher grossing music films. That's true. Well, it was number one at the box office last week, it looks like. So, Oh, The Grinch comes out this weekend. Go Scott Mosher. Go Scott Mosher. Oh, does he do that? Yeah, he produced it. Oh, I didn't realize it. And yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Is this like the first thing that Moj has produced that's not like Kevin Smith related? Uh, no, he's been he hasn't worked with Kevin since Zach and Miri, I don't think. Mm. Uh, he's been off doing. He does a lot of animation stuff. This is his first feature length animation that he is the main producer on. Though. With Banner with Banner Snatch Cumberbun is the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Movie comes out this weekend. It's probably going to do Gangbusters business, which is awesome. I'm I'm very happy for Moj because living in Kevin Smith's shadow when you're that you have that much talent must kind of suck. So yeah, does he even still do Smodcast with Kev? Very rarely. Well, he was in France. They produced The Grinch. Uh, all the animation was done in France, so he lived in France for mm-hmm. two years while they were producing it. So he just came back and has done a couple Smodcasts with uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Is that basically the only Smith podcast that I can still listen to because the the rest of all had format changes that make them kind of shitty. And uh, 
podcast is the only one that's still just like him and Mo sitting around bullshitting, which is why I listen to those podcasts. So yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> holy shit, worldwide Avengers Infinity War, two billion dollars. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody is coming. No, back no. I you know what I I did read an article though about the highest grossing and they might have just mentioned Avatar and I might have just crossed my news but no they said that it's actually a really dangerous interpretation for people who are experiencing like the first huge film for someone with like in their lifetime who's experiencing aids because only philadelphia and oh what was the other big movie philadelphia is uh, the only one i can remember offhand you know, right there, there, were, there was the one with what, jared leto a couple years ago Oh, there? Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Really but um, this is like a, a big major one and it's showing the depiction of AIDS apparently pretty like the way he got it and the character he gets it from is, is pretty inaccurate one and two because of the, the drama they've created with the film and like the change in timeline that they've done. It creates this weird thing that, you know, he's only saved and only able to find love when he leaves the affluent gay lifestyle of clubs and bars and stuff and goes back to his straight blonde male friends who like embrace him and still accept him even though he has AIDS. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I was reading it from a guy who's like, who's gay and from his perspective and he was like, this is really damaging and it's it's bad that it's grossing this much money. Yeah. But it was just something interesting because I was reading and I was like, huh, I didn't even, I would never have looked for that. I don't know. I mean, I've seen enough mixed stuff on it already that I think I'm going to take a pass on it in theaters. So yeah, yeah, same. But anyways, wish it would have been good, or I wish it would have been, you know, pretty or more widely renowned. I suppose. I think because of its PG-13 rating, they just like there was no way they were going to tell an accurate story. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. Moving. Anyway, that's on. not what we're talking. About. <laughs> This one I'm pretty pumped for. It is one of those reports, say, but so Slash Film is reporting that uh, Jeremy Irons is going to play an older Ozymandias in the HBO Watchmen series. And yeah, and that sounds like fucking awesome casting, if that's true. That character, just to have that character around in that series still will be really awesome and still sort of, you know, manipulating the world behind the scenes kind of thing. And but I think Jeremy Irons would be is would be an amazing yeah, he's an amazing yeah. choice for that yeah. character. Keep it in the family too with those DC boys, eh? Like he's yeah. already on contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that contract up, I guess. <laughs> well, that's awesome though. He's yeah, he's excellent. I like have they cast anybody else for that show yet? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a while ago. They cast um, some younger cast members, but I don't right. think they actually like gave, said who they were going to be. This is the first one where I think there's any inkling of who this person could potentially be playing. Nice. Mm. Cool. Let's see so I think I talked about a few weeks ago, it was a few weeks ago now where they said that Andrew Lincoln was going to be leaving The Walking Dead, um, or at least yeah. Oh, yeah. The Walking Dead TV show. But this week, they are now saying that AMC is, is prepping a series of Rick Grimes' Walking Dead movies, huh. which would start going into production next year. So I don't know, That's that seems like kind of like, like almost a, a, a Western-like you know, lone gunman or lots gunman kind of story. Yeah, like him just wandering the plains, killing zombies or something like that. I mean, it's probably a lot more watchable than the show has been. So, like, I will... I've heard this past season was actually pretty solid. And Mark, you you you've watched or read most of the comics, right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm probably. I'm about. A, I'm about a year behind right now. So I got like twelve or fifteen issues. I'm. I'm back right now. But I'll. Uh, that's a binge for me. Like I like to like let it kind of. Yeah, accumulate a little bit before I get into it because there it tends to be pretty dense and like 
I hate reading 22 issues, getting half of a story and then like having yeah. to wait. So the show is apparently starting to tease the whisperers. Ooh. I thought they'd already started doing that. Is, is apparently just now like the last I, I'm still like a season and a half behind on it. But mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of this season, season nine, uh, they're starting to get to that. And that is a pretty fucking crazy and like it's insane storyline so yeah it's a good good arc so that'll be if they don't fuck it up on the tv show should do pretty well with it because it's pretty pretty fucking good on good job with uh, negan and the saviors so i have i have a fair amount of faith that they'll uh, do the same for the whispers so i did watch a couple episodes of him doing negan things uh Mm jeffrey dean morgan and i was it wasn't exactly what i was hoping for but it was pretty fucking entertaining i'll give it that much yeah jeffrey dean morgan did so good as negan yeah yeah did is he gone now? Uh, no, not as far as I know. Again, I said I'm still pretty far behind, but uh, I'm reasonably also- sure that the Negan character is still in the comics. Like they didn't kill him. Well, I know they didn't kill yeah, him. Like right like- after the fact in the comics, he does not die during All Out War. I'm at least that far yeah. in the comics. Um, yeah, they oh, yeah, he gets, he gets past that. <clears throat> they capture him afterwards, and he they lock him up in a basement, and R- or mm-hmm. Carl and him start having conversations and shit, and yeah, in the comics because uh, he's. He's actually still around during the beginning of the Whisper arc, from what I remember from the comics. Like that was kind of what, like I got through the Whisper arc, and that was the end of where I was reading. Mm-hmm. So, I may not even finish the arc. I may have just been getting to the conclusion when like I ran out of books and then kind of walked away. But yeah, yeah, it was good, and he's still around. So like as long as they keep Jeffrey D. Morgan around playing that Negan character, and they do this storyline, I'm like that's that's a season worth watching, probably if you're a Walking Dead fan. So yeah, especially if they don't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about Andrew Lincoln in Rick Grimes movies, but we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a strange pull. Like, were they did they talk about where they would like actual theatrical releases, or would they just go on AMC? It or? sounds like it's still pretty early. Yeah, it doesn't really say. Let's see. No, it doesn't really say whether this would be theatrical or you know made for TV or what. But I don't know. Just gonna assume like I don't know if like a theatrical release. That's a very niche show that has lost a lot of market value over the last couple of years i don't know if they would do with theatrical i don't know it doesn't matter but it is still wasn't it, it's, it's still like the most successful like cable show or, or something like that of all time yeah um, yeah yeah so a couple more i'm gonna go to this one first because i don't fucking understand it and maybe christy who's younger can help me understand it <laughs> <laughs> apparently shrek is getting rebooted oh yeah i heard about that and what? i <laughs> I do not Why? understand people's love for Shrek. I do not understand all the like the fucking like Shrek festivals that happen and shit like that. What? And yeah, what? I, okay, now I need to look this up. Yeah, kind of. There is oh, Shrek festival. There is a yes. <laughs> Shrek super fans host a bizarre annual festival for super fans of the movie Shrek. It is called Shrek Fest. Um, <laughs> it's had four years so far. It is held in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh People God. dress up like characters. They have an onion eating contest. Oh my God. <laughs> what is happening? Hey man, we're, we went to a, a festival where people were dressed as elves. Like we, we have no judgment. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just don't get this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so apparently those are the people that want Trek to be rebooted, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I understand it. 
Is there any like news about like is Mike Myers back? Like what are they do? I don't. It's this is one of those you know really what? early Here, things and okay. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. I actually don't care. Let's just move on because <laughs> that's really dumb, and there's no point in wasting more time on it. Yeah, and it's not even one of those fucking things where like oh the actors aged out and now they don't look like they cared anymore. They're all fucking voice actors. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it's Mike Myers and like Antonio Banderas and who like Eddie Murphy and Cameron Diaz, I guess are like the main cast. Yeah. Maybe they can't, maybe those actors are asking for too much money to go back and do more Shrek movies now or something. Those movies print money. Just give them the, uh, whatever. You know what? Give shit. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Back like into I, shit we actually care about. Yeah. The the Kingsman movies, apparently Taron Egerton is not going to be in the third Kingsman movie. What? Then why are they making it? Like, what are they doing? Why? Why? <laughs> My, He's in um, Elton John's new biopic. Yeah, but that's in the can at this point, you would assume. Have they shot that? I think it's either... it's It's being shot now i think are either uh okay. either finished shooting well because there have been trailers for it already have there not no i haven't seen no? okay maybe not i'm um, even talking to my ass but no apparently it's been an image <laughs> apparently matthew vaughn is just doing a story that doesn't involve eggsy okay so i don't know if that means that it's gonna other yeah exactly i don't know if that means that it's gonna be like maybe a female kingsman for this movie or that would be cool if they might focus on some of the american uh, Kingsman oh man! Or, I don't want to see a Channing Tatum. Fucking Channing movie. Tatum. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But um, or they could, if they did like a fucking Galahad, like a Colin Firth. Yeah, uh, that's. I was just Kingsman thinking movie, yeah. like do a prequel kind of thing. Maybe a young him. Yeah, yeah. Or, I, or him and his, you know, him and his current age would be pretty awesome too. Like he had some fucking awesome fight scenes in the first the two first movies one. as well. So yeah. <laughs> I just watched Bridget Jones' baby for him. Oh my god! <laughs> it was actually cute. It was cute. I, yeah, I saw the. It, was, it wasn't as terrible. It wasn't as terrible as I was made to believe it was. It wasn't like you know Hollywood, but it also had Patrick. Oh Jackson, wait, wait! So I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Apparently, wait. Mark Millar has revealed why Egger- Egerton isn't in it, and it's. Uh, it should be good. No, it's that the New Kingdom movie is a prequel set at the beginning of the organization in a hundred years ago, 1918. Ooh, so period cool. piece, like World War One era kind of thing. Into it. No Colin Into Farrell? It. That wouldn't have Colin Firth then. Colin Firth, Farrell. Firth, Firth. Firth. Sorry. I was you just, got, you just got bullseye on the brain, except the shitty I, bullseye. I have shitty bullseye on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to, I was just, I was just marveling at how far we've come, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. Marveling. I see what you did. There. Yeah. See, Jesus that's, Christ. Yeah, That's what I did. <laughs> I did that intentionally too. Oh man. What did you not know? Wait, Christy, did you just say you don't, didn't know that Colin Farrell played bullseye? Nope. Yeah. yeah the, he was in the, in the, Af- the first- Affleck daredevil movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Clark Duncan was Kingpin and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, Jennifer yeah. Garner was Electra in that movie. I feel like I need to, I knew Jennifer Garner was Which isn't as bad as the rep that it gets. Really? Really, Tim? The director's cut of it is actually decent. The theatrical cut was pretty garbage. Yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah, the director's cut was a watchable movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it that much. It pales in comparison to the Netflix show. Oh yeah. Uh, especially after this past season. Yeah. No. Not even close. The same fucking thing. But but that was all of the news that I had. Uh, unless you guys have anything to add, I didn't I haven't even looked at it. Well, I mean, like I've looked at the news this week, but I mean, right. not nerdy news because nope. it's been yeah insanity all week. Yes, it was an American election this week that was a mixed bag at best, and if we start talking about that. I'll go into it for hours. 
Hey yeah. man, uh, better mix than not. You guys, you should you should check your news sourcing, man, because like a lot of the uh, a lot of like Canadian and British news sources are calling it a pretty big win. So I think there might be some bias in the sourcing that you're seeing. No, yeah. I mean it's it's great that the Democrats have the House of Representatives back and the number of like diverse candidates that won mm-hmm. congressional races, Senate races. The number of young voters that came out is also monumental. The thing that's pissing me off is how fucking shittily the Georgia governor's race was handled. So that hits pretty Mm. uh, close to home for me because there's crazy voter suppression because that was the race where the Republican candidate was the secretary of state and it was his fucking office that was overseeing the election. And all sorts of shady shit happened. And now he's... Did he not just get his like fucking ass handed to him by a federal judge, though, telling him he had to count all the votes? He did. He resigned. And now all that shit's coming down the pipe. And there's a bunch of lawsuits open against him. And Didn't, like, they redraw like, and find out that he lost? Uh, it's still ongoing. They haven't quite hit the tipping point where they would either have to trigger a recount yeah. or a runoff. But it's really close. Like it's hmm. with uh, last I checked, it was like ten or fifteen thousand votes away from yeah. those tipping points. Yeah, it's still uh, like oh, well so within margin of error and stuff yeah. like that. So like it is. Yeah, there's still it's an ongoing process. There's a couple. There's another gubernatorial race that's going to recounts too. Was it Florida? The the Florida one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that is that governor. Yeah, that's governor. It's yeah. uh, Rick Scott yeah. and uh, Andrew Gillum. It's been uh, yeah. So that's kind of taken up my whole week, really. Like just watching like politics this week has been flabbergasting. So. Yep. Yeah. 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 I sat in my hotel room on uh, on Tuesday night and was just drinking by myself to oh. alleviate the stress. Yeah. Poor Alicia. You weren't even yeah. with Alicia. No. <laughs> you know what though? I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that like there's some change. It shows the climate is not as dire as we were led to believe. Trump is freaking out about having to give back his tax returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the House of Congress. speaking out. The Democrats have subpoena power now, so they can subpoena his tax returns and all sorts of other shit. Seriously, he's like, I was watching some clips of him. He's losing his brains. House House Intelligence Committee goes back to to Democratic control, too. Mm -hmm. When they seat the new House, that means they get to take control of all of those uh, councils and stuff like that, which means they also get to protect the special council. More climate change deniers ahead of the EPA. Yeah, and then they're going to have a huge... Like no, massive fucking problem with uh, an illegitimately placed attorney general the next couple of years, like especially with a Democratic yeah. uh, House and lawmaker, because they also want a lot of judiciary at the state level stuff on the Democratic side, which means that all those lawyers are just going to come out in force against this new AG who has been placed illegitimately according to law. And it's going to yeah, going to fuck up the Supreme Court's uh, ability to process anything for the next probably 10 years. It's going to be very entertaining, actually, to watch. The next yeah. two years unfold. So <sighs> entertaining for you, no, nail well, fighting yeah. for me. Well, stressful. Like, You're coming back. Yeah, coming back. <laughs> yeah. It makes me not want to go to the states for the next couple months, which is interesting since I get on a flight on Friday. But Ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I know that like none of us are, pol- you know, uh, hardcore political, but I'm glad that we're all on the Democratic side because it would be really hard if one of us were like, well, you know, I don't think he's so bad. <laughs> Which one of us is not hardcore political? This is like basically what Tim and I do yeah. in our spare time. Now. Just, just so we don't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, because we talk about it. This is our private. fucking escape from all that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. like, I don't even watch the Daily Show anymore because anyway. I don't like the stuff being fucking entertaining anymore. Like I don't even watch that stuff anymore. I just read like the news, like hard news all the time. 
Seth Meyers does a really good job of keeping it like serious, but also funny. Yeah. I, I miss, I just still I miss John, him. and that's basically where I'm at right now. And I could really use that voice right now. So yeah, send him an email, maybe he'll respond. I should actually just write him and be like, "Dude, I miss you so much. I don't know what's going on, but please do something as soon as possible." Also, can you just like talk or just talk to talk me. into a camera and like send me the video so that I could feel like you're still talking to me somehow? Because I miss you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's move on from the both nerdy and political news and get to our meat of the episode. Chris- no, nope. kick of the nope. week. No, Christy. <laughs> Christy, down. I thought I was going to say, did you sleep through? Did you think you slept through kick of the week? Stop. Stop playing games on your phone with no, your I'm playing, fiance. I'm, no, I'm playing something that was recommended to me by... Oh, uh, what's his name? Michael Taylor. Is this is this the Witcher thing? Oh, you're playing that mobile Witcher no, game? No, no. The it's Toon Blast. That's even that's not any better. Oh, that's that's, actually that's from that's from what's his face? Um What's his face? Uh Deadpool. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. He's he suggests playing it. He gets paid a lot of money to suggest you to play it. So yeah, I, I was gonna it. say that's a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> I, I pick it up once in a while. But anyway. <laughs> Geek of the week. Geek of the week. And not meat of the episode. Meat of the episode. <laughs> Christy's confused meat. <laughs> this is a segment where we uh, discuss the nerdiest things that we have done in the past seven-ish days. Uh, so let's go to Mark. Mark, was your geek of the week? Uh, I don't really have one. It's been I've been busy with work stuff. And it's been a bad week. So Blech. geek of the week. I mean, I'm watching Daredevil again from the beginning. I have a problem. <laughs> like, I have a fucking the, wait. Season from the season yeah, one yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm in the middle of season three again already, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. I like. I have I just. I've been busy, so like, I've, I come home from work and like, I need to crash. So I just need to like sit down, watch Daredevil, and go to bed. It's been very busy. So no geek of the week. Yeah. this week geek of the week was really the, the politics was really what I was kind of focusing on. If I was like, I think that's you why I was like, like thinking it was a pastime. <laughs> yeah, like pastime wise, like me reading my politics shit was basically what I did in my spare time this week, which is not like, I mean, it's geeky, but it's also not like fun. So <laughs> there's 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 a whole like group of people that consider like you know being policy wonks and shit like that as their wonks, their nerdacy. That's, no, and like nerdy, and I'm right there with those guys. Like I totally appreciate that. <laughs> I don't necessarily consider myself that hardcore, but. That that was probably the geek of the week shit this week was just parsing through the results of this election and trying to figure out where oh fuck things go for the next couple months slash years slash rest of my life I guess yeah Whew, there's some damage going on <laughs> anyway let's uh, uh <laughs> all right Christy how about you what was your geek of the week um my geek of the week was okay I wasn't gonna say it I wasn't gonna talk about it but I'm embarrassed um so I platinum Spider Man. But, yeah, he did. I saw that. Um, oh, shit. Before. I know what you, you're yeah. getting out in front of my story. God damn it, Christy. I hate you so much right now. You had your chance, man. <laughs> damn it. You had your chance. Tell your story. Fine. Fuck. So I was waiting for Mark to tell it, but he didn't. <laughs> so I was so frustrated because I had two trophies that I needed and I couldn't figure out what they were. So I took a picture of them, like the where they are, like the hidden trophy. And I messaged Mark and I was like, 
fuck, what trophies? What are these? What do I need to do to get these? I can't figure it out. And he just writes back, what? And I was like, well, I, I don't know what I'm looking for. He was like, press square, X and then square, you noob. You're misquoting me. I said, Jesus Christ, period. You're right. Press triangle or X then square. Or it's actually cross then square. And it will reveal the hidden trophy. And like the mortification, I could feel it coming through the Facebook chat. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no idea. I had no, no idea. idea. I've been playing PlayStation for my whole life. And I had no, no friggin' idea. And the best part was when my Mark got home, he had no idea. He didn't even know. He owns a fucking video game store. And neither of us knew about this hack <laughs> to find out what the hidden what the trophy What the fucking was. hack? It's part of the UI. You press X to go into the trophy, and then it says, to show hidden trophy. Press Why would square. I press X to go into the trophy when it tells me everything I need to know about the trophy on this little thing? But Why would hidden, I do that? So it doesn't tell do you everything. It does. Also, it tells me everything that tells me what the trophy is and when I want it and why it's important. Not when it's hidden. Shh. I didn't know that you could press X. <laughs> no. I never thought to do that. So my geek of the week was the sheer mortification, like Mark said, of the self-discovery <laughs> that I know next to nothing about the UI of the PlayStation interface. So... I, res- I resisted the temptation to take that chat that we had and just paste it all over Facebook because I was like, <laughs> fucking hilarious to me. But I was like, I'll let Christy slide on this one and just talk yeah, about it. You can share the chat if you want because I actually asked him in it. I was like, please don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately after I told her, she's like, please don't tell anyone. That was the first response I got, I think, from that. Was, please don't no, tell anybody. The first, response, the first response was, oh, oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> I'm. I've been so blind. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! You know what it was? I think I, I threatened to paste it all over the internet and call you a fake gamer girl. So yeah, I, I was pretty upset by that. I'm that's not a fake was. gamer girl because I didn't know what to press X and then square. That does yeah. not make me. <laughs> Listeners, you tell gamer. us. You tell us if Christy. I needs to turn in her really gamer card. I have a lot of people that know about this. I have a feeling a lot of people didn't know about that. People who aren't trophy hunters. I'm not a trophy hunter. Yeah, lis- listeners, tell us if you knew that that was a thing or not. I didn't, but I've Aha! never owned a PlayStation. Yeah, but he's never owned a PlayStation, Christy. That doesn't count. It doesn't count at all. I'm just... I can probably count the number of times I've held a PlayStation controller on like that's one upsetting hand. Me. You, you pick um, them up at my house every time you show up. Yeah, that's upsetting. No? Me. Yeah, you grabbed it off my table the last time you were there. And the Xbox that's controller right after. Anyway, mm. either way... It, I got a really good laugh out of that. Um, and then I let Chrissy slide because I was stoned. That's yeah. basically why I didn't <laughs> do anything with it. So, But I, uh, yeah, that was my geek of the week itself was actually getting the platinum for Spider-Man. I felt pretty good about that. I know. I like that they did that and then added like 17 more trophies. In oh, the my DLC God. I was like, I, have to go back. I was so excited to see it say like 100%. And then I went, I was like, mm. why does it say 77%? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> yeah, a cat or because of. Black, black cat. Black cat. Yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta play. Black cat that. woman. <laughs> so. uh, that sounds racist now. Like, I don't know. Are you just talking about Halle Berry? No. Oh my God. Yeah, black, black cat there woman. There it is. No, we, we don't talk about that movie Ooh, no. ever. Sorry. She did look good in the suit, God though. Damn it. She looks good in every suit. So, I mean, whatever. But, um, yeah, that was my, uh, I was pretty geeky. <laughs> All right. Mine, let's see, is probably. Basically, what Marx was is that I was pretty heavy into keeping up on politics and stuff like that this week with the midterms and 
on Tuesday night. Yeah, I was basically like glued to the fucking TV all night and stayed up way later than I probably should have and was stressing out and stress eating and stress drinking. And I, was, I, I stress smoked through the Tuesday night because it was I went down like four times. Yeah, four. I went outside four times that night, which is like a lot, a lot of weed. So anyway, yeah, I was yeah, I was really into it too because I was watching everything. It's just like, please flip something, please, please. Yeah, I knew it was coming. And I mean, in the end, it it worked out pretty much how it was expected to, which was a nice change compared to the last fucking election where everything went way different than it was actually polling. Yeah, yeah. and also, yeah. also, so. just the last thing I'll say about it is that we didn't lose that many seats in Congress in the Senate. Like it, the Senate came out as it was expected in this political climate, mm-hmm. and they might actually pick up a seat uh, yeah. with a recount too right now, which is ongoing. Yeah, so, like that's kind of interesting. It brings the tally in Congress much closer than yeah. it has been. Yeah, and if you look at like there were some nice maps going around that were showing like how far a lot of districts had swung. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, like certain races had swung. Like for instance, uh, the that Texas Senate race. Oh, the race with uh, Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, where like Beto O'Rourke came within striking distance of Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. and you know previously that had been like that election had been won by like twenty percent gaps, kind of thing That's, for uh, Republicans. So. Being, people were talking about him being president, but that Senate seats up in twenty twenty. That's his. Fu- that's what mm-hmm. he should be doing next. Is he should go do a Senate run and then go to run for president if he can keep it up. Because that guy's yeah. that guy knows how to energize a base like crazy. Who's this? He did a really uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, oh, yeah. the white Obama. Oh, yeah. White Obama. Yeah. There's also a woman there <laughs> suspecting might try to get the bid. Um, yeah. But I will say, I'm just happy that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is okay. Yeah, yeah. Ruth ba- RBG uh, had a fall and, and hurt some ribs, but she's back I mean, at work she's already, already. Back to work. Yeah. So. Is she really? Yeah, oh, it was a fucking machine. Yeah. She'll yeah. outlive this administration. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty entertaining when uh, Colbert went and like did her workout routine with her. Oh my god! Yeah, he couldn't uh, keep up with her. Really. <laughs> yeah, you need to see that. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, funny. It was a good. It was a good. Good bit. Yeah. All right, so now we are done with Geek of the Week. What comes next, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> random background meat all right so this is an idea like i said that i've had for a little while this week we are going to basically be discussing i'm going to call this dc d-list roulette so we're going to find obscure dc characters out of this book that i have which is called the dc comics encyclopedia if anybody wants to find it it's from dk publishing This version I have is from like 2004, so a little outdated, but it's basically just got entries for pretty much every DC character that has ever been from the big guns down to like fucking random background characters and D-list villains and heroes and shit like that. So this is kind of in part inspired by this uh, YouTube channel that uh, my wife Alicia has been watching called uh, Drawfee where they there's a three or four of them one of them gives the artists they're basically like comic or pop artists i guess you'd say they give each of the artists a little bit of information about a character and say okay now you have to draw this character based on just the minimal information i've given you and hilarity generally ensues um and they've done this for like some really obscure comic book characters and it was fucking hilarious and then at the end they like compare it to what the actual character looks like and 
So yeah, this book has over a thousand characters in it. It has like, you know, sort of their secret identity, their powers and abilities and like a little biography. So what I'm going to have the guys do is you're going to give me, we're going to go around and pick a page number between eight and 339. And I'm going to pick an obscure character from that page. I'm going to read out their description and then we're going to just go off on that character, whether it's a shitty power set or some stupid weakness or like what we would do with their power set, or we like figure out a story or something for that character or group of characters or something like that. Sound good? Do you guys understand the premise? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, Mark, let's go to you first. Well, you have to say it with me then. 69, 69 dudes. dudes. All right, page 69. Page 69, page 69. Okay, let's see. What do we have here? Challengers of the Unknown, Traxies, Charybdis, Cameron Chase. Let's go for Charybdis. Charybdis and feel, guys feel free to to look up this character if you want to like get a picture. Like how the fuck do you spell that? <laughs> uh C H A R Y B D I S. What? Uh this Say that Charybdis again. is in okay, uh C H A R Y B D I S. This is uh Charybdis is an Aquaman villain. His occupation is would be conqueror. Six foot four inches, two hundred and thirty seven pounds, black hair, black eyes. Special powers and abilities are that he can absorb the latent talents of others in, oh, apparently he has a piranha man form in which he possesses superhuman strength and the ability to breathe on land or in water. Because if you don't have the ability to breathe in water, you're a pretty shitty Aquaman villain. Basically, yeah, I don't like, I mean, if you don't have the ability to breathe underwater, doesn't that just make you like a DC villain then? Like that likes the water <laughs> yeah, exactly. a lot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks like it was based off of uh, a sea monster in Greek mythology. Yeah, probably, yes. Yeah, they showed this. Uh, he was a villain in Percy Jackson, too. Okay. That's exciting. So the, the biography goes as follows. Charybdis and his wife, Scylla, were freelance terrorists named after two horrific beings from Greek mythology. You're ahead of us already, Christy. Woo! Uh, Char- Charybdis is, apparently was a whirlpool, a sentient whirlpool, I guess. And yep. uh, Scylla, a multi-headed monster. Scylla died when a bomb exploded in her hands. Her death drove Charybdis insane. He appeared seemingly out of nowhere, displaying vast powers and a hatred for the Sea King, Aquaman. The self-proclaimed terrorist easily defeated Aquaman in battle, strapping him to a machine that temporarily transferred his powers and abilities to the Usurper. Their battle resulted in Aquaman losing his hand. Oh, he's the guy that uh, that oh, caused. He's the one who chopped his hand off. Interesting. Yeah, that caused. No, it was Aquaman's hand got eaten by piranhas. This is like oh, the mid nineties. Oh, so okay. this is the guy that I, I I have this these these issues, but I haven't had a chance to read them yet. Uh, yeah, their their battle resulted in Aquaman losing his hand to piranhas before being shot by a dolphin. Uh, Charybdis, who wait had, wait what? wait say that sentence what? again. Shot <laughs> dolphin by a dolphin. By dolphin. <laughs> dolphin oh, is, is, he's a, got a, is a character. Yeah. <laughs> 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 holding it, holding it with his slippers. I don't know how he operates the trigger. <laughs> with the well, I, that's a good question. With his note, no. Can you imagine he would make the sound of the gat as he's going. <laughs> well, well, if he held it, if he held it in his mouth, he could hold it gangster style, right? It would be sideways, yeah. and then he could pull the trigger with. <laughs> his Suck it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
my god! Don't even tell us about dolphin. I just want to imagine this Air dolphin by a do rag. Apparently, yeah, apparently, was killed by <laughs> a dolphin. First of all, that's racist. That's racist. <laughs> Why? Bikers wear them. Still, still something wrong there. Something wrong. <laughs> he's got like a tattoo on his fin that says "I heart mom." As, as long as he's wearing a black like a cut, then you, you're okay, I think. But <laughs> bandana. Maybe because I was saying because I was saying gangster style. That's why I was thinking that. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we're all racist. Uh, indeed. Let's see. Why is that racist? I don't understand. <laughs> Charybdis, who had not yet mastered Aquaman's telepathic skills with fish, fell in the water and was left for dead. Instead, he finally made contact with the deadly fish, still- absorbing <laughs> their absorbing their essence. Because that doesn't sound dirty at all. <laughs> What does that just mean? He ate a bunch of fish? I'm pretty sure it means he jerked yeah, them guys, off. Guys, did you know that salmon is really high in iron? <laughs> and then, like, ate the fucking semen that he jerked the fish off yeah, for? Yeah, abs- absorbing their that. essence. He's in the seawater all the time. That's true. Isn't that That's what... High <laughs> Why do you think the sea is so salty? It's all that sperm. Yeah, apparently salt. by absorbing their essence, it preserved his life and allowed him to evolve into the more formidable, formidable form of Piranha Man. <laughs> this is what I don't get. This character came out in the '90s. How are we in the '90s and still coming out with fucking characters who are named Piranha Man? Well, because like Piranha it's easier to say Piranha, Piranha Man, Man than Charabdis or whatever the fuck his actual name is, because like that is. But that's like what that's you actual, said. Like, like Chris said, it's. I don't know I understand religion. that, but like what you said versus what like what I heard while I was trying to type it out did not line up. <laughs> so I don't know. What was but uh, that's a better name in terms of like being able to call back to all that Greek myth stuff than like Piranha Man, which is, I mean, it's not Kite Man. And to be fair, we've seen what Tom King can do with Kite Man. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you could probably do something cool with Piranha Man. Still a stupid fucking name. And like, <laughs> a lot of superheroes have and a, Yes, that's true also. But like, I've never heard of this guy. And he's the dude who cost Aquaman his hand in the 90s, which just goes to show you how nobody cares about Aquaman. Because you would think. At the very least, him losing his hand, I would know the character who lost, like, caused him to lose it. It caused him, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I yeah, no I mean, that, that was, like, a defining moment for yeah. that, that character. But, yeah, I, I had no idea either. And uh, But, I mean, if you think, like, the other stuff that happened around that time, like, everybody know, or most people know that it was Doomsday that killed Superman. Most people know that it was Bane that broke the bat kind of thing. And How Jordan went uh, crazy and became Parallax himself. Like, all those, all the DC characters had their little moments in the 90s. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody knows, everybody knows that. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I, I'm a DC guy, and I didn't even know that this was that so there fucking you go. Dude. That's... <laughs> guy, this guy needs... Does whatever what this guy actually needs it. to do is get a new fucking PR guy, because, like, obviously his public relations is pretty shit. Yeah. I... I took Aquaman's hand and nobody knows who I am. I'd be pissed. That's the story. Well, to be fair, he started out as a terrorist. <laughs> so he's got no, a long guys, way to go. He started as a sentient world. Yeah, this guy needs to go. That's the, that's no. the story. We, that's the story you write about this guy. Is him being really pissed off that he doesn't get the, like the acclaim that Doomsday and Bane do because he took Aquaman's hand and people were just like, you do like the Hawkeye kind of thing, like the Matt Fraction style, where like everybody's like, who gives yeah. a fuck about Aquaman? And even less, who gives a yeah, well, they yeah, yeah they already like, do that with Aquaman. down the rung is like who gives if nobody gives a fuck about Aquaman who gives any fucks at all about the guy who took his hand now that he's got his hand back about like the it's guy. all <laughs> not even the guy not even the guy that took his hand yeah, the guy that convinced some fish That's your to story. eat his hand. this guy just being like a schlub <laughs> yo guys taste this <laughs> That's your story. Taste this. figured it out 
your, your story is this guy just being a fucking tweaker nice. and thinking he should be more famous than he, he thinks he should be Bane. <laughs> and he's like, not. Yeah. I'm the guy that took Aquaman's hand. He's like, Aquaman lost his hand? Yeah, he has, he has both hands. We saw oh, both his hands. He fought the Justice League last week, and he's had both yeah. hands. Like, what are you talking well, about? Well, he got them back magically, but when he didn't have his hand, it was because of yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> oh, well, okay, good, yeah. nice job. And even, like, in that case, like, he had, like, a harpoon instead of a fucking hand, yeah. and I'd be like, okay, well, you made fucking Aquaman cooler. Yeah, basically, he actually made Aquaman more deadly, too, because, like... <laughs> He's got a sharp implement. Thanks for making Aquaman way more badass. <laughs> also, he was written by Peter David right. that whole run too. So I, I should actually read that run. I like Peter David's stuff. I just like don't care about Aquaman enough to read it. So there's that. Too. Yeah, this this actually apparently he appeared in the first issue of the Aquaman series that started in '94, I, which I think was a pretty long running series. And that must have been that Peter was the David. long Peter David run, I think, in the nineties. Yeah, he did on Aquaman. I think he left Marvel and left Hulk and went over to DC and did Aquaman for like three or four years or five years or something like that. He was there for a while. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Christy, give me a page number. Okay. How high do the pages go again? Three hundred and thirty-nine. Damn it! I wanted to say turn to page three hundred and ninety-four <laughs> from Harry Potter. Well. Uh- Sucks balls. Now I don't know who to go to. Okay, you know what? I'll go to page twelve. Page twelve. All right. Now we're gonna now we're gonna talk about Aquaman. <laughs> no, it's actually a little bit before Aquaman. Let's see, I've got Amazo, Alpha Centurion. Okay, here's here's a fun one. I would say kind of DC one of DC's answers to Deadpool ambush bug. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of a name is that? <laughs> so ambush bug was amazing. Ambush bugs, yeah. Ambush bugs' role in the DC universe is a would-be hero. His real name is Erwin Schwab, based in Metropolis. <laughs> he uh, his powers are that he can teleport anywhere on Earth, and his well, green suit provides some protection against attack. But the real his real power set is basically that he can break the yeah. fourth wall. Well, it- See, is that so what the, he the, is... the encyclopedia says is that he can teleport anywhere in the world? Because the Wikipedia entry says teleport anywhere in the multiverse, which makes it much more powerful it, than it says it says specifically can teleport anywhere on Earth. Exact limits are not defined. So yes, presumably he could go anywhere in the multiverse okay. and, and does. Who this is um this is a Keith Giffen character, right? Like this is from that JLI run? somewhere in there yeah it uh, i don't know what oh wait, see. First... his he was originally introduced in dc comics presents uh number 52 which is july 1983 but it definitely has all the hallmarks see, all your dates of a your dates are different Keith why are the dates character? all different it says dc comics presents 52 december 1982 on wikipedia everything's wrong the internet is wrong fake news guys fake <laughs> fucking news yeah. yeah, no, it is. It does look to be a Keith Giffen character that, and it's one of those ones like he, he never. He's had like a couple miniseries, but he just sort of pops up now and then yeah. in like sort of take the piss kind of ways, and like yeah, sort of meta humor kind of ways. Like, oh hi guys! <laughs> <laughs> His uh, bi- biography goes as follows: Erwin Ir- Schwab somehow came into possession of a green suit filled with miraculous technology that protected the wearer from harm and allowed him to teleport around the world. Unfortunately, this was a case of the right tool in the wrong hands. Schwab's, Schwab's major character defect is his lack of linear logic, which gives him a skewed picture of the world. 
However, Schwab knows enough to want to use his costume and special abilities in the cause of good. Unfortunately, although he always or he aspires to being a superhero, he always seems to get caught up in complicated events. He was last seen on the other side of the galaxy trying his hand at being a bounty hunter. That sounds about <laughs> that sounds about right for Ambush Bug. Uh yeah, <laughs> I always feel like he's kind of like, yeah, I think Deadpool is a good analogy, but I also feel like he's like a cross between Deadpool and Squirrel Girl. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of his role in the. Yeah, just like frantic and yeah. kind of all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. All right. In this case, what would you do with the power to teleport anywhere in the world? Or anywhere so in the galaxy, hard. I suppose. I would just travel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. I would just disappear. Like nobody ever hear from me again because I'd just be off and away doing like banging aliens, I guess. I don't know. Like, what can you do if you can teleport? I- See, I'd be terrified to tr- to like do space travel though, because what if you just fucking materialize in the vacuum of space? What well, doesn't a special That's suit protect I would, him? Yeah, like wouldn't it? Sure, sure. Ambush bug is is a character that doesn't really have. Yeah, so, there you so go. we can like, say that <laughs> the suit protects me, and I can like teleport anywhere I want. I don't know. He can just bamp I'm wherever he wants. Using it to just go to a lot of concerts is what I'm probably going to do with this. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> like, I oh, would like at yeah. first. I would probably just abuse it to be like, oh, I don't want to go to work until nine thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll sleep until quarter after nine, brush my teeth, and then oh, I'm at work. <laughs> but what I would do is I'd take like my weeks off. I'd be like, okay, I'm going on my vacation. See you guys later. And they'd be like, why are your bags with you? And I'd be like, because I'm going to Rome, and just like <laughs> end up in Rome. But I'd go home and sleep every night. Then I wouldn't have to pay for a hotel in your own bed. Yeah. That's you true. Go back to Rome in the you morning. could do cool day trips all over the place, right? Because like, yeah, you could do amazing day trips because you wouldn't have to worry about time. Mm-hmm. And if you could bring people with you, like just touch them and transport them, kind of that would be rad. <laughs> but if it's just you at the same time, I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of bored. It's Saturday. I'm gonna go to Paris. Bing. And you're in Paris. And you're like, hmm. Why don't I just go take a walk around the Rideau? Like, I don't know if that's not Rideau's in, uh, in Ottawa. But... It's the Seine in. Uh, <laughs> it's the Seine. Yeah, yeah, the Seine. Sorry, in Paris. I realized as I said it that it was wrong, but I was that's why I corrected myself. <laughs> All right. But no, like I would love actually that would be one of the powers that I would love to have if I could choose to have superpower. That and going back in time, like as an observer who could understand language but couldn't participate. Oh, really? I'd like to go back mm-hmm. in time and participate in certain No, I don't want to participate. I want to be like a ghost where no one can tell Definitely. I'm there. I just want to walk and like look. I don't want to participate. A former reality star that I'd like to punch in the mouth 14 times so that he couldn't talk in a presidential debate. Or just kill Hitler. Uh, no, you don't want to do that. No, you can't. No, 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 if you no, kill no, Hitler, it fucks up the entire timeline from then till now. It's but really. so would punching Trump in the face. Yeah, but I think the timeline would be better if I punched him in the face. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but a lot of people would argue <laughs> that would the same thing for Hitler. You just can't. You can't mess. That's why I just want to go watch. Mm. I know it would be very frustrating, but I feel like you could. I think it would be too frustrating for me to deal with that. Like traveling back in time just sounds like uh, if I can't interact, sounds like it would just yeah. be insane. No, I just but having the ability to teleport, yeah, tell- I would. Yeah, I, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I eat wherever I yeah. want for yeah. every meal. Like if I'm like, oh, I feel like Thai food. I go to like fucking Thailand yeah. or Thailand. What the well, fuck's wrong Taiwan. with you two today? Is it like you guys wanted to do the early morning know. episode? All right, <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> Didn't want to. I have other commitments later. But this is yeah. I think that would be, and you could totally abuse it without hurting anyone. You'd just be, you know, hanging. You'd have to keep a lot of foreign cash on you. No, just have like a good credit card that yeah. you can use anywhere. Can you imagine how often your fucking credit card would get flagged yeah, for fraud? That's what I'm saying. That's why you have to carry foreign cash <laughs> everywhere you go. You gotta get one of those Amex black cards or whatever that just get used everywhere kind of thing where they don't question it. Just be like, well, yeah, he's yeah. obviously like 
wherever he wants to be because he's a rich, rich asshole with a fucking Amex like. True, but even with that, even with that, if you're in, you know, Milton in the morning and then they see that your card has been flagged in Africa later that afternoon. Okay, Africa. Like, well, that's not physically like they did. They probably saw that my card was used in Milton in the morning and then saw it used in Seattle later that day a couple weeks. So I'm just saying, like, this is a silly conversation that we're having, but I love it. That it's like this is such a first world problem. Ah, oh, they're gonna stop my credit card because yeah, I basically. <laughs> and really, like, all you have to do is call them and be like, listen, I got on a fucking private plane and like that's why I'm here. Stop you could tell them to stop flagging your card too. A private a private faster hey. than light plane. I have if you don't want to get apparently we are like a if you don't want to get found out, then you just have to be really careful about when you use your cards. Otherwise, you know, yeah, what I mean? that's what I'm or, saying. Carry foreign cash. How are we? How are we independently well, wealthy? Well, if you're you're a teleporter, you've robbed eighteen banks. Let's. I'm sorry. You also don't have to pay for car insurance or a car. That's true too. Also, um, but basically, you can walk in anywhere you want and take what you want because you can teleport in and out. See, the thing is, though, there's cameras everywhere. They'd catch you. I would just. I would still live yeah. like a regular person, but the difference is that you're not paying for flights, you're not paying for car, you're not you know, paying for gas. The case cameras? No, you're you are the ultimate yeah. Uber. You can make a fortune as an Uber. Oh if shit, somebody, cheap flights. You just tell people yeah, cheap flights. Right. You'd be like, hey, I want to go to Paris for the weekend. I'm like, great, I'll come over and I'll zap you over there and then I'll come get you Sunday at five o'clock. But I'm gonna charge you yeah, fifteen hundred exactly. bucks, right? And it's worth it. But, but you're you'll there be there instantaneously. Oh my god! Brilliant! Brilliant! You like you're the you're the world's best charter yeah, jet. Really oh man, if I had the fucking power <laughs> ring, I would be doing that. Like with the Green Lantern ring, because you can just pick people up and move them around, and you can move pretty fucking fast. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. smart. That's, you don't have to work anymore. You just you just created the ultimate yeah. superhero business. But people would be superhero contacting Uber. you <laughs> constantly. You would have to have yeah. like a phone that was just for calls, and like people would be so mad at you because you'd get shit ratings because you wouldn't respond. No, well, who ca- at that point, who cares? You're the only person. Also, you're not using service. like the Uber app. So, you're building your own you app to do this. So you can't give home? you ratings. Do you have to bring yeah. them home? Eventually, yeah. Like, like, then you have to organize presumably. so much around so many other people. I mean, I figure that you can charge enough for this service. Like, there's people, uh, there's super yeah. rich people out there that would pay out the ass. No to, airports. Like, that you'd only have to do like one one ride a week or that's something fair. like that in order to be you like wealthy offered your services to very wealthy people like it was yeah. an exclusive like thing yeah okay okay and it would take you like two minutes to go pick them up yeah. and take them wherever they're yeah, going you have to talk to them. Thing. like do you have your bags yeah cool. then you can go back and like do if, whatever if it's like you you snap in you touch the person snap at back them home and then snap again you never have to say anything to them you're with yeah, them that's true that's true seconds. okay that's a good point like that's all a good point. yeah and for them it's worth it because they don't have to take the hours and hours of flight so they'd pay out. The yeah. Money. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. So you do like two a week. You're super Done. rich and then you're good to go. And you can go do superhero stuff on the uh, like in between time, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Like save people from floods <laughs> or rob a bank like a normal person would. Anyway. <laughs> All right. My turn. I'm going to go way back here. Let's go. All right. I'm on page 246. I've got. Prometheus. That's a good villain, but not really much to make fun of. Let's go with Professor Ivo, an old school fucking DC villain and a weird looking dude. So his occupation is occultist and adventurer. 
His special powers and abilities are scientific genius experiments to extend his lifespan have left Ivo deformed and long-lived, but not immortal. (laughs) So he's basically this dude that's trying for immortality, but just keeps like disfiguring himself more and more with each attempt. Now, this name is Uh, familiar to me. I feel like he has something to do with Amazo. Did he build Amazo? Yes, I believe so. Or he's one of the people oh, I think yeah. that created Amazo. Yeah. So Anthony Ivo was traumatized by his grandmother, so traumatized by his grandmother's death that he des- developed a pathological fear of dying. That's not a healthy coping not mechanism. <laughs> the ingenious uh, inventor became obsessed with securing eternal life for himself. He created the android Amazo and began a longstanding enmity with the Justice League of America, whom he blamed for the side effects of a failed immortality potion that left him monstrous in appearance. Yeah, if you guys look him up, you'll see he's all like yeah. scaly and shit and hunched over. Ivo was later responsible for the deaths of uh, JLA members Vibe and uh, the second hero to go by the name of Steel in the, that would be the Justice League Detroit oh, okay. era. I was going to say, I don't remember, when did uh, when did Cisco die? I don't remember Cisco dying. Yeah, no, that's the character that Cisco based, was yeah. based on. Ivo teamed with another scientist, uh, T.O. Morrow, <laughs> to build Tomorrow, Tomorrow Woman, an android that the villainous pair hoped would infiltrate the JLA and destroy the team from within. That is the Grant Morrison era. Was that Tomorrow yeah. Woman story? I remember that one, actually. Uh, the android duly won JLA membership. However, associating with superheroes dedicated to the cause of serving others led Tomorrow Woman to override her own evil programming. This is, has nothing to do with Ivo. Nevertheless, as long as he lives, profess, Professor Ivo poses a serious threat to the JLA. Yeah, that's not 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 a good way to deal with uh, death. Is be like, I'm that fucked me up. I'm never going to die. I'm gonna build crazy robots to attack the Justice League for some reason. As a result, of that? <laughs> I am not sure where that motivation. The logic is where that logic yeah, jump that, comes a, in. A little bit of a spurious like leap in uh, thinking, I think. So. Uh, i don't know what do you do with a character like that aside from just like sopranos him and put him in therapy for like being a looney tune i guess because like this is an old character like this is a character that's been around since like 1960s when he was initially uh like he's got to be one of the earliest justice league villains at this point uh what's his first appearance first appearance uh brave and the bold number 30 1960 yeah yeah he probably is one of the earlier ones well i know because amazo is a Amazo itself is really like the the villain that most people think of because they don't even use this dude in the animated universe. They had already killed him when Luther found yeah. Amazo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Amazo for our listeners is an android that can mimic the powers of any of the Justice League members. So obviously that would make him incredibly powerful. They never really are very good at explaining why he can just become superman yeah like it doesn't yeah, make have sense. all of their powers yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> and then like because i remember early on i think there was a thing where like he could only use the powers of the leaguer he was actively fighting at the time which makes him super weak yeah. if he decides to go toe-to-toe with the batman and then superman punches him in the side of the head so like yeah kind of an easy yeah. villain to take down if you're in that particular instance I think he becomes more Ultron-ish as they go forward, though, right? Like, I don't, I don't read enough DC to really like know a ton about Amazo and like Professor Amazo. But yeah, he's been pretty powerful, but now he's back to the part where he's, I would say, kind of a, a B-list villain at the moment. It's a but dumb I, name, also. Like, it doesn't like strike fear in the heart, Amazo. like Ultron does. Like, Ultron's very nebulous, whereas like Amazo, 
Bezos sounds like some shit you see at the carnival, like on the corner. Sounds pretty campy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe they need to like rename him before so he can become as intimidating as Ultron has become over the years. So Yeah. The ideas sound very similar at the very least, but But I mean, I think you could go pretty dark with Professor Ivo considering his like, you know, desire for immortality. Like he's one of those guys that would kill fucking thousands of people just to extend his life yeah. by a couple of years or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't used somebody like that in like an arrow or a flash yet. It'd be kind of the character you would pull because you could do him cheap. Right. And like, cause he's just yeah. he's immortality and creates crazy things and builds an Android. You just need some, some makeup effects or whatever to make yeah. him look like all scaly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like this is, I don't know. I guess maybe it's that he would be a little, he could be a little too arch for the flareovers. Yeah. But you don't have to, I mean, like, although they've had some pretty fucking arch villains, I mean, they have Felicity, like how much more arch do you want to get as a villain? So <laughs> I disagree. <with> character. <laughs> Characterization of Felicity, but uh, I don't watch the show anymore, so that's fine. Good times. <laughs> I have not started watching the new seasons. Of I, 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 I actually went to start watching the flash this week and I was like, I, I was like, I can't like watch this shit after having just watched Daredevil and Saul. There's no fucking way this show is going to stand up to the, the level yeah. of critical, like whatever, like the level that I want it to live up to is not going to hit it. And I'm just going to be annoyed the whole time. Yeah. I'm not going to start it right now. So I just had a thought where professor Ivo could be a fun one to do in like a, what we do in the shadows type vibe. Like, a villain just trying to live a normal life, but he's all fucking weird and disfigured and occasionally just sacrifices thousands of people, but they follow him around on like just a day-to-day basis, like going and like, you know, doing his grocery shopping and shit like yeah, that. Go into the basement and there's a new Amazo robot. And he's like, oh shit, you're not supposed to see that because I'm going to attack the Justice League <laughs> later. Like, you need to cut this out. Like, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. You can see that. Be, <laughs> that'd be pretty entertaining. All right. <laughs> all right. Mark, back to you. Pick a number. Uh, 202. 202. Let's see. Okay. Choices are. Midnight, who's like an old, like noir detective, Metron, who's a new god, or I think we're gonna go with Metamorpho. Okay, Metamorpho, good character. <laughs> Metamorpho, I wouldn't say is like a D list, no. maybe like a C list. Yeah, come on, uh, give him at least B. He made he's had he made he's had B list time. Made an appearance in the animated universe. I think he I think he gets yeah. B. He got a featured episode, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So this is a character with a real interesting power set. So we'll see where, where he can go with this. Metamorpho's real name is Rex Mason. He is uh, occupation is listed as an adventurer. Uh, his powers and abilities are that he is a super versatile shapeshifter, able to transform parts of his body or entire form into any chemical element present in the human body, taking advantage of their properties. So he could float as a cloud of helium burn with the white heat of phosphorus etc wait any chemical in a human like naturally or like can he be any chemical in a human like that i put in my body <laughs> exactly uh yeah i just ingested or or penetrated myself with a heroin arm <laughs> mass <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> he can just become hair sure why not i don't know i think it has to be an element i don't think heroin is an element well, I mean, everything's made up of elements Right? It's true. So, like, true. put the elements together that require or required for her <laughs> and give me my heroin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, he definitely has, like, changed himself into poison gas a lot of times. And, well, like, drugged, drugged a whole room of people or I whatever. I mean, we've heard, we've smelled what comes out of your ass, Tim. So, like, that's that's an actual power. So, you know, it's true. A human it's body true. could produce 
toxic gas after being in a small room with <laughs> Boom. Uh, everybody farts. Yeah. Everybody poops. Bio goes, uh, ruthless billionaire Simon Stagg sent adventurer Rex Mason to retrieve the fabled orb of Ra from an Egyptian pyramid. Little did Mason know that Stagg plotted his doom. Fucking dick. Yep. Uh, Double crossed by Stagg's henchman Java. Java, by the way, being a characters, man. Java is a like Cro-Magnon man brought forward into modern day. So he's basically a and and he's been experimented on to the point where he can speak and like so it's this huge like fucking caveman wearing a suit and talking. Yep. Yep. You know, just normal stuff. Hey man. Metamorpho is a very like 60s DC character, and the 60s in DC were I'm not gonna say really fucked up, but like they were really fucked up. Like there was some weird yeah. shit going on at DC in the sixties. I don't think they, I mean, it's a, another topic completely, but I feel like they reacted in an interesting way to Marvel coming out with all the stuff that they were doing at the time. And yeah, it took them a little while to kind of figure out what level they needed to be playing on either way. Yeah. And this could <laughs> definitely be considered a, an analogous hero to the thing, right? He's been changed into this monstrous form and he can't yeah. change back into a normal human and it affects his personal relationships and stuff like that. And um, yeah, cause he's got a romantic entanglement with the daughter of the dude that basically changed him into this monster yeah. Sapphire. Yeah. There's, there's also a weird romance, like romantic love triangles, triangle situation going on between Java and sapphire and then rex and sapphire metamorpho and sapphire so it's you've got a giant fucking caveman and an element man i am not an animal tagline is the element man or whatever yeah uh, that are vying for her affections so there you go there's your there's your story pitch is like a romantic comedy or like a threes company sort of situation (laughs) that's what the romance is another romantic comedy Although one was superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we try that with that Uma Thurman movie? What was that? My my ex, my super ex-girlfriend or my ex-super. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work out super well. <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad. Like, pretty bad. Yeah, it was. It was. And, like, I'll watch Uma Thurman and basically anything. And even I was like, I need to turn this off. It's causing me to dislike Uma Thurman and superheroes all at once. Yeah. It should have got Quentin Tarantino to direct it. Would have been entertaining then. <laughs> But what do you do? What do you do if your body is changed to like this monstrous form where Hmm. all you can you can turn into any element that you want to? I mean, like, is there I mean, I'll let Christy do her like good do good her thing and like come up (laughs) with a way to be a hero here. (laughs) And then Mark's how can I use this for personal gain? I'm going to figure out a way to use this for personal gain. And like basically (laughs) any superpower you get is just like, how can I use this for personal gain? It's usually pretty easy to come up with a way. I got to think about this one, though, because God damn it. So you're saying you can turn yourself into anything, pretty much. You can turn your body into. Yeah, let's say. And yeah, basically, his body is like this just shifting mass of chemicals. Yeah. And he can turn part or all of his body into like a sentient gas cloud or liquid or, you know, of any, you know, he could turn his whole body to mercury if he wanted to or hydrogen or oxygen or something i think in my spare time i would donate my body to science because then they could study different like they could have access to different chemicals and alkalines and things like that easily without having to like do anything without hazard without hazard or anything they could probably do some advanced work 
if they had access to certain things that I could just be like, oh, that's what you need? Okay. And, you know, hopefully it would help solve some issues with global warming really quick or some, you know, uh, discover ways to heal cancer and stuff like that. So I think that would probably, because yeah. I wouldn't know how to do it personally, but if I could if I could provide that service to help people have access to things easily just to study hopefully like because i'm chemical it doesn't matter i can bring stuff into really, my body if i need to if they need to take a sample or something yeah maybe like like really rare uh really rare elements yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah what was that uh, term that sounded made up to me that you used uh global warming i believe was Ugh. the phrase yeah it's not real yeah it's not real right but um <laughs> but, no i like i like that i i Part of me wonders what would happen if metamorpho, because like there's those really high molecular weight elements, the ones that are like up in the 250 plus part of the periodic table that are really unstable. I wonder what would happen if metamorpho like turned ha- turned one of his arms into like one of those. Oh man, I just got an alert on my phone. It was a nerd alert for Tim. Right there. <laughs> wow, very rare. Like, like, does his arm just like explode? Does it decompose into other elements, or, or because he's like got control over his body, can he make those last for longer so that they could actually be studied? I don't know. <laughs> there um, we go. This the scientific adventures of Metamorpho is a yeah, that's, new that series that I'm like... going to be writing. It sounds really compelling. You're going to get about 300 readers a month. Uh, it's going to be very well. Uh, you're not even going to be able to pay your artist, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work out for you. <laughs> but yeah, I guess he could make his make himself into like, well, yeah, he could make himself into like really dangerous shit, like, you know, radioactive elements and that sort of thing. And I thought you said it was just stuff that was in a human body naturally. True. Well, like, th- yeah, I guess that's supposed to be the limitation. Hopefully we don't have uranium and shit like that in our bodies. I was going to say, is there plutonium in my body that I'm unaware of? Like, should I go get checked out? <laughs> Promethium and ad- yeah. adamantium and shit like that. Nobody. Well, adamantium, <laughs> adamantium is not an element. It's a, uh, it's an alloy. Mm. Vibranium is an element though. You could have vibranium in you. Maybe. Yeah, that's There's true. I guess, I guess butt. maybe he can't Boom. turn into, uh, can't, should not be able to turn into like fucking really random elements that don't exist in nature. Yeah. Or in the human body. Or in the human body. I mean, I'm, just, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just going by the rules you gave me. Because otherwise I'm like... That's that's actually the first time that I've heard of that like limitation necessarily. Let me see. What what does uh, Wikipedia have to say about his power set? It doesn't really, like, it doesn't really say anything about the power set. It says... Uh, Powers and abilities. His body into any wide, wide, wide variety, variety of elemental of compounds. compounds. Yeah. Which which gives originally he was limited to elements which occur naturally in the human body. Over time, this limitation seems to have disappeared. He can alter the shapes and consistencies of these elements and combine them to form complex compounds. uh, Which means he can make me heroin. Uh, (laughs) Rex can assume forms of gas, liquid, or solid states. Uh, Metamorpho can also shape parts and portions of his body instead of the whole. He can form such complex shapes as a tank and a bicycle, which makes him. Way more adept as a shapeshifter than the Green Lantern. Yeah, at that was. point, why don't you just fucking like exist your entire become life a, as a tank? I was gonna say, why don't you just become a fucking Decepticon at that point? Like, <laughs> or that the nature of bo- of Rex's body provides him with natural body armor, offering damage resistance from blunt attacks and energy attacks. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I guess you can. Yeah, I guess basically you're sky's the limit with his power set post limitation, man. Like, you can do basically anything there. Yeah. Like, that makes you almost godlike in terms of like ability, because like if you can like combine and form complex compounds. Cause you not like create life basically out of 
organic matter you're pulling together. Jesus. Like, now you're taking this to a dark place. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And also, in related news, I'm me. When do I not take it to the darkest <laughs> place possible? So, so the current series the terrifics dc series metamorpho is one of the characters and plastic man is also in it so you have these two characters that are very malleable and can kind of change themselves into whatever so there's a lot of fun stuff that goes on there with the two of them like sort of trying to outcompete each other and outdo each other and nice it's actually canadian uh jeff lemire that is writing that series. nice i love uh, him it's, uh, it's all the work these days yeah. And art by uh, Joe Prado and Ivan Rice, who are also really talented artists. Ivan Rice is fucking amazing. Like he's one of the, he's uh, Final Crisis, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it was, was Final, Final, Final Crisis. Crisis. I thought. Oh no, George Perez only. No, not Final Crisis. Not Final Crisis. I'm thinking of Identity Crisis. He did Identity Crisis. That's yes. Sorry. Too many crises. No, DC. Identity Crisis was Rags Morales, was it not? Oh, shit. You're right. You know what? Let's move on because I'm confused now about <laughs> what book I'm writing. <laughs> All right. Oh, wasn't he working on Justice Society for a little while? Like, wasn't he one of the guys who worked with uh, Jeff Johns on Justice Society I, for a bit? It's entirely possible. I don't remember. But All right. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's All right. On. Next roulette. Uh, Christy, give us a page number. 127. 127. Right around the middle. Let's see what's on. Oh, okay. All right, I know exactly where we're going here. We're going with Gizmo, who is a Teen Titans villain. Whose Teen Titans! Actual name is Micron Ogenius. Oh my god. Uh, he is an inventor and professional criminal based in New Jersey. His height is four foot and two inches, and he weighs 87 pounds with green hair or green eyes and brown hair. His uh, special powers and abilities, given the tools, Gizmo could turn. Harmless household appliances into high-tech weapons of mass destruction. Oh my god. Oh, I like this power <laughs> set. I'm into this power set. A genius tinkerer, the dwarfish Micron Ogenius, once supplied state-of-the-art technology to criminals from his clandestine company Giz- Gizmos Incorporated. Did you say Giz? G- Gizmos. <laughs> that's, that's his new name, Gizmo. Later, he took a more hands-on approach to villainy by answering Dr. Light's classified ad in the Underworld Star, apparently there is a newspaper specifically for supervillains, which sought several supervillains <laughs> to... Well, you got to figure there's so many goons that they can hire out. There probably <laughs> yeah. is actually enough of a market in DC or Marvel's un- like Earth to actually have a newspaper that a bunch of goons subscribe to. Because they're like, well, I wonder who's free right yeah. now that I can make some money <laughs> with. And then they go on like... I mean, it explains why people go and work for the Joker. Because just be like, it's lean times and he's advertising. So they're like, fuck it, let's go throw yeah. in. And then get shot in the face because, you know, you're working for the Joker or whatever. <laughs> that's pretty, that's very entertaining though. Like you would think the cops would be onto that. And by the cops, I mean like, I don't know, Batman or the Justice yeah, League. Or the fucking Teen Titans or, or whoever. Yeah. yeah. yeah whoever. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> that's kind of dumb. Actually, now that I think about it. I mean, you could do that email. <laughs> Dark web. Yeah, you probably want to do like a dark web newsletter, not like, hey, let's print this and put it out in the public where like <laughs> fucking Superman could see it. You know what I mean? Just walks past and he's like, wait a minute. I mean, he's in the fucking newspaper business. They probably get it delivered to the Daily Planet. He sees it every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that the Underworld Star probably existed for very long. Nope, probably not. So through this classified ad, he became, Gizmo became part of the Fearsome Five team, which was a 
supervillain team that fought the Teen Titans. As a member of that evil quintet through several lineups, Gizmo Gizmo repeatedly demonstrated his scientific savvy in battle with the Teen Titans before putting his mischievous mind to good use for Star Labs. Oh, he rehabilitated, apparently. Except that he, Gizmo was recently apparently murdered by the Fearsome Five Simon, but apparently he was later discovered alive and well, as happens in comics, Yep. as part of a new Fearsome Five organized by Dr. Savannah. Oh, apparently he has since died again. Ah. <laughs> Poor guy. While the roguish role of Gizmo has been taken up by his son. Oh, okay. Is he a... Yeah. Uh, so this little four-foot dude that makes anger, makes deadly shit out of vacuum, vacuum cleaners, cleaners and to- yeah. toters, toasters. I like it. it sounds Good like choice, fun. Christy. Yay! <laughs> All right. This guy sounds like a nut bar. Now, <laughs> geni- like his abilities are pretty like genius, intelligence, brilliant inventor, and engineer. So I'm like, can I become Iron Man now? Can I just be Iron Man? <laughs> that yeah. Well, except I can. Can you become Iron? You'd become like poster Iron Man. Uh, like second, yeah, second rate, like household Iron Man. Yeah. Like you have like a bucket for a head and shit like hey, that. Man, still fucking Iron Man. You know what I mean? Are you Iron Man? No. <laughs> your <laughs> your armor, like the whole body of your armor, is just like a hot water heater I'm with in. your arms like sticking it. out the sides. I like I'm in. <laughs> I'm doing it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think you get it quite. As, I don't think you get quite as much uh, pussy as Tony, Tony Stark does well, <laughs> when you're I mean, when your household Iron Man. It'd more be more like Aluminum Man at that point, I think. Or, but what you're saying is that I could get some pussy. I mean, not as much as Tony Stark. <laughs> like I could get. Some. <laughs> Christy, what would you make if you could make anything out of household goods? If I could make anything? What would you invent? Um, a teleporting machine. I don't know that I trust like my microwave to teleport me across the world. <laughs> be a toaster, obviously. <laughs> would take the time uh, to toast toast. Isn't this basically the plot of uh, The Fly? Like he builds a teleporter <laughs> in his house out of like spare True. parts kind of thing. And yeah. he ends up turning into a fly. Yeah, that ends up now, going real well for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now, poor Brundle fly. Yeah, I don't know if like you're really into turning into a fly, Christy. You seem to be pretty off put by bugs and I stuff. I don't like it. I don't so, like, <laughs> have you seen the fly? Because it's yeah, that's all. That's like the. I don't like it. Remember, I talked about this. Yeah, movie. body horror. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like that's like body horror on a. That's it's the like kind body, of body horror. body horror one one. Yeah, and it's also the only movie that is body horror that I generally like really enjoy quite a bit. No, Although I don't like it. Jeff Goldblum, God, he's good in that movie. All crazy all the time. Can we talk about what fucking parents, how shitty you have to be as a parent to name your dwarf child Micron? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty shit. (laughs) Also, I mean, on a meta level, I expect better from Marv Wolfman in terms of like naming characters than Micron O Genius. Like that's. It was the early 80s. Like that's still campy, like coming off the Silver Age kind of thing. I guess that's Bronze Age. This character is just barely older than you and I. Like it happened in 1981, right at the beginning of the year. It's yep. uh, not a proud moment for us, I don't think. In 1981, <laughs> yeah. You know what I would build? I just realized I because I was inspired by Mark. I would build a Jarvis, like an AI. Okay, like a a robot to help you around the house, kind of thing. No, like a Horizon Zero Dawn sort of like piece that I could put on my ear, and that okay. would. So like what Jarvis had, like Tony had in uh, Infinity In the War. helmet. Yeah, yeah, but not in the helmet. I wear it as an earpiece. Yeah, he does it mm. in Infinity War. Yeah. He wears the earpiece as he's walking yeah. up to, uh, what's his name? Obsidian. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I would build. Just I wouldn't even need it to like put a suit on me or anything. I just want it so that like if I you know had questions, it's like a, a Google headset in my head, but like way beyond. Um, you can already have that. It's called a phone. No, no, no. I know, but like it, as as uh, advanced as Jarvis was. Oh, okay. So you want like a natural voice interface for your yeah, voice. and like someone that could help me. I would love it if I could find something that would just like help me learn guitar really quickly. Like, so you you're discussing the Alexa or the like Google Assistant or Siri, maybe, basically. Maybe what I would build then is like a Matrix thing. You know how Neo got that? He learned Kung Fu in two minutes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. they could upload that. That's what I would make. I would make brain upload. Technology. A brain upload technology. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would make. So you can just teach objects. yourself foreign languages and shit like that in immediately. And, yeah, yeah. Like I would do that. I would learn instruments. I would learn how to dance. I would like, I would just want to learn as much as I could without having an aneurysm. I make myself a jetpack. You, you mean like Micron did? Yeah. Cause he totally, that's how he got around because he was, you know, well, he seems to have like these little like hover pad shoe or like foot things, hover boots or something like that. Oh no, it looks like he also has a, a jetpack. Uh, jetpack later on. I'm sure he made, multiple jetpacks as well well you got to figure he's very short so like yeah yeah that would be the most <laughs> he uses it most... just to get to eye level with everybody right. else <laughs> that would be the, the most interesting thing for me actually if i was stuck with his power set would be being you know four feet tall as opposed to six and a half feet tall like that's two full <laughs> feet of height i would lose that would be so the first thing that you make yourself is a pair of drywall stilts so you can get back up to your get back to like my normal previous height, height. yeah <laughs> like wander around on like two and a half feet tall stilts for the rest of my life so that I can yeah. be normal Mark as opposed to dwarf and Mark, I guess. <laughs> All right. Poor gizmo. All right. My turn. Where am I going to go here? I am on page. Oh, Jesus. I'm on page 245 and we're going to have to stay sensitive here, folks, but we're going to go with Pow Wow Smith. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh yeah look look up a picture of this guy uh, uh i don't feel like that's a good idea i feel <laughs> like between christy's veiled racism and my just like blatantly racism is probably this is gonna go for us <laughs> uh his occupation is a legionnaire meaning that he's part of the legion of sumer no no he's not part of the legion of superheroes what the mm -hmm. fuck uh, okay. 1949 yeah his real name is uh ohayessa he uh, his special powers and abilities state that Ohayessa turned out to be a clever man that already seems racist, quickly mastering the white man's <laughs> ways, becoming a crack shot and a fine detective. Why do you sound surprised that he turned out to be a clever man? Encyclopedia. Skilled detective, forensic specialist, bush tracker, expert. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough these days because so many women, you know, shave and epilate yeah, and shit right. like that or laser hair removal. Like bush tracking is a, is a legitimate skill these days, I think. So like my, my question is word like what is the gra like the body that defines the difference between a bush tracker and a bush master? <laughs> I know that's, that's cross-universe <laughs> talk here. Like I am the Is there like a master. governing body? It's, it's one. Of, it's one of those you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink situation. <laughs> oh that's all that. That's all that's required. <laughs> <laughs> Going down, 
goes from like bush tracker to bush master is yeah like, oh, i'll go down on her i'm the bush master now. <laughs> <laughs> a little like it's it's like a video game like you get a little like level up like flash when you <laughs> gross today. you have become the bush master <laughs> so powwow smith's uh bio says that uh see you brave ohiasa left his tribe in deer valley to learn the ways of the white man in the late 1880s oh no he became a small town sheriff nicknamed powwow smith because of his native american heritage oh no holy shit <laughs> and clashed with various rogues including <laughs> including the fadeaway outlaw and escape artist turned criminal who seemed to vanish after committing his crimes. He married his fellow Sioux tribe mate Fleetfoot and his peacekeeping exploits earned him honorary U.S. citizenship. That's nice. Oh, wow. (laughs) Despite his sterling record in law enforcement, the prejudiced town folk continued to shun him socially or turn on him given the slightest provocation rather than react to this Smith let his deeds speak for him. Oh, Jesus. Uh, a descendant of Ohias's adopted the name Pow Wow Smith, settled in Red Deer Valley, and became a noted private investigator during the late 1940s and 1950s. His son, also known as Ohiasa, followed in the family tradition. In recent times, he helped Robin Huntress Nighthawk in the local county's Sheriff Shotgun Smith bring the second incarnation of the trigger twins to justice. So this is a generational story as well of powwow Smiths. Just like a racist name that is passed down to the ages. <laughs> uh, I think they're taking a, they're taking it back at this taking point. It back, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. DC. <laughs> Who's got a good story for powwow Smith? No, I just feel like I, I, mean, touch this one. I almost feel like, I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Cause like my first thought was like, do I make a joke about residential schools? Like that's inappropriate. Oh, I can't Jesus. do that. Plus he's American. So that doesn't necessarily. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, he's lucky he was in the States. Cause he would have got stuck in one of those schools and mm-hmm. probably died as a result of it. So I mean, that's, I mean, good for him for being an American instead of Canada at the time. I know residential got... schools was more recent than that. That was like, that's true. 40 also. years ago. Anyway, this is not a good thing. Uh, so Powell Smith, I'd just be like, I don't know what you do with him aside from like, make him a activist for you know native american yeah i'd, I'd want to see like a, a like a revenge story like a a fucking um do you really want to go down the road of him like going crazy and like attacking people with a tomahawk and shit like is that the kind of thing you look at to be a tomahawk but I, I i wouldn't mind seeing like a uh oh fuck uh a django unchained sort of story with this dude all right i mean if you're gonna go like yeah, I mean, that's dark. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I think, I think we're, I think, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna leave that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that one's, that was, that one I think speaks for itself. Too, yeah, a little too sensitive even for Dance Robot Dance, which is impressive for us, actually. <laughs> that we were. Yeah. Good job, DC. Uh, yeah. all right. Let's see. Uh, let's do maybe one or two more. Uh, Mark, give me another number. Um, I don't know, 172. 172. Oh, I'm past that. Let's see. Hopefully this will be less racist. Well, I mean, okay. We have you we have a page full of kings. We have King Shark, King Solivar, the King and King Snake. Uh I've heard of two of those. Yeah. You pick. Um let's go with 
Uh, let's go with King Solivar, who is sort of a hero. He's so we, I know Mark is familiar with Gorilla Grodd. Uh, Christy, does that name at least? Okay. Oh yeah. No, I know. So he's, uh, one of the Flash's major villains and he's from this gorilla city in Africa. And King Solovar is the king of gorilla city. How do you pronounce this guy's name? S-O-L-O-V-A-R. Solovar. S-O-L-O-V-A-R. I think he was actually on the Flash TV show because they did like a couple episodes on gorilla city. So, oh, was he the other? Was he the other gorilla Grodd fought in that episode? When I they go think to it other... might have been. Yeah, was it I don't remember the name. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Solovar is the leader of Gorilla City. Yeah, well, I guess he probably was. So, there. special powers and abilities: he's a gifted telepath and benevolent ruler, and also is a six hundred pound gorilla. I think that probably counts for something too. Speed Force derived evolution. Current. That was how the, all of those gorillas got their power set. Was that they somehow encountered the speed force and it made their evolution speed up which didn't seem to affect them physically but affected them mentally that doesn't i mean it's okay yeah <laughs> it's comic books speed force all right i mean speed force can do basically anything it's like the the most magic MacGuffin in the dc universe right like yeah yeah so, there you go. intelligence power power absorption superhuman strength speed durability stamina endurance telepathy precognition which makes him invis like invincible yeah, he's had a lot of postcognition. Different... Which... <laughs> Doesn't everybody have postcognition? I, that is, that's not even a power. You can remember things that happened previously. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, like and then retrocognition, which I guess means what they actually kind of intend, which would be like I can see things that happened in the past that I was not present for. Mm. But postcognition technically just means like I can remember shit from what happened <laughs> beforehand. So that's not a real power. That's stupid. Yeah. We all have postcognition. And then space-time traversal, which is a very nebulous term for I'm assuming means he can fly. He wears a cape. I assume he can fly. Uh, no, I think that's more of a more of a, a just a symbol of his rulership of his monarchy over uh, the gorillas. I guess I don't oh, know. And, he, and apparently he was dead at one point and was a Black Lantern. Interesting. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So this biography says that King Solovar is one of a race of apes advanced in evolutionary terms by an alien being. Apparently not the Speed Force in this case. That might might have been might have been retconned after the after this was written. Who landed in equatorial Africa in the 19th century? The wise and peaceful Solovar became king of his fellow super gorillas. Yes, a city full of super gorillas is a thing that exists in the DC universe. Wow. Oh, we knew that. Yeah, we all watched the Flash. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, he ruled benevolently over them in their hidden gorilla city. When his rival, Gorilla Grodd, threatened to usurp his throne, Solovar enlisted the help of the second Flash, Barry Allen, one of very few humans to know of Gorilla City's existence. Tragically, Solovar was assassinated by one of Grodd's minions, presumably not one of the little yellow ones, as the kind monarch traveled to the United Nations to seek recognition for Gorilla City as a sovereign nation. Solovar's nephew, Ulgo, the simian superhero Grogamesh now succeeds him as leader of the peaceful apes. Maybe it is one Wait. of the little yellow minions. Grogamesh? Grogamesh, apparently. Because like, those is that supposed to be like Gorilla Gilgamesh? Is that what that is supposed to be? <laughs> Maybe. That is so fucking stupid. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe it was one of the little yellow minions because they do like bananas. Is that a, I don't I've never seen a minion movie, so I don't know what you're talking about right I've now. I've only like, seen the I'm... first Despicable Me movie. I've not seen any of the oh, minion okay. movies or any of the de- movie sequels. I was gonna say, like, I'm 37 with no kids. How did you see this movie? Like, my dad likes it. 
Yeah. My dad has awesome. questionable taste sometimes. Yeah, no, my dad watches Storage Wars. I can't really argue with you. <laughs> what would you do if you were a <laughs> sentient super gorilla? I think you have to become a supervillain. Like, what yeah. the fuck choice do you have? Like, you have to go bad. Because, like, what are you going to do? You're just going on the talk show circuit. <laughs> yeah, or you, yeah, or you become, like, a freak show performer or some shit. I mean, at that point, you may as well just, I mean, you're going to make more money on the talk show circuit. You don't want to be a freak show. That's just weird. True. But, like, I don't know. I know the picture on the Wikipedia page makes it look like he's taking a very thoughtful shit into his character. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really know what I would want to... He's kind of got like a Doctor Doom cape, or is that is that actually Mister Terrific's? Cape? Uh, you mean Mister Miracle? Yeah, that's it. it. Does look a lot yeah, like Mister Miracle's cape. I wonder if this is a. I wonder if this is a Jack Kirby creation character. Seems like it could be. Uh, no, John Broom and Carmine Infantino. Oh, okay. Are, uh, who was created for first appearance in the Flash Volume One, uh, issue one hundred and six, okay. in nineteen fifty nine. Uh, that picture was drawn by George Perez, mm. which explains why it's actually good because you know. I don't know. Like, this is a weird one because, like, what do you do as a giant monkey? Like, you just do giant monkey, like you bananas, <laughs> take giant climb the, shits, take, climb the Empire State Building. Is that a thing <laughs> you're supposed to do? I, I mean, don't think he's quite that big. I know. But, so, like, that's kind of boring. I don't know what what else to do with them. Fight the Flash. I mean, like, it looks like you got to fight the Flash. So there have been a lot of like interesting sort of political intrigue stories within Gorilla City where there's like assassination uh, attempts and shit like that. Now, we're, now we're into the shit. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy hasn't spoken in half an hour is just shaking her fucking head at us now. So like <laughs> Chrissy's like, this I'm is why I don't read like... these fucking comic book guys. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's... Wow. So yeah, I don't even like I'm shaking my head because like everything that we've brought up so far this week is just like, man, this is why people think comics. <laughs> and uh, that's why, and this is why like I could have picked fucking good characters, but where's the fun in yeah. that? No, no, I'm having a, I'm having a blast. No, this, this is, is good. Great. It's just like it's so silly. Yeah, yeah, it's so ridiculous. And I fully acknowledge. I I fully lean into the fact that there is a lot of camp and weird shit in the history of these books, but yeah, <laughs> in this in this genre as a whole. My first instinct is always to be like, Jesus, I don't think Marvel's got anything this dumb in it. And then I'm like, No, Marvel mm-hmm. is fucking dumber than this, and it's like I can't really comment on next. Whatever. Yeah, next time we do this, I'll we'll, I'll, we'll bring out the, I know, I the Marvel one. Yeah, I've seen the Marvel Encyclopedia. <laughs> I have the Marvel Encyclopedia. There is some dumb shit in the Marvel <laughs> universe too. So. Like dumb shit. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not quite as like blatantly racist as this stuff has been so far. Like that part. <laughs> of like, yeah, and and I well, bad. you know, you know, in the what fifties or whatever, when that character was written, it definitely would have been written by a Native American writer too. Oh, I mean, I bet you right now the character's being written by a Native American writer in 2018. I guarantee you that's happening. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Before I lose complete faith in one of my favorite genres of entertainment, maybe we'd better cut it off there. Yeah. And (laughs) but that was entertaining. I think hopefully you guys both you guys enjoyed it and our listeners will find that entertaining as well. And let's move on to Geek Cred, where we each recommend something that we've been enjoying. doesn't have to be recent, just something that we think that y'all might enjoy. So let's go to Christy, since she's been quiet for a bit. I have been quiet. I, I've enjoyed this episode. I just, it's, it's a lot of comic geek. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Um, whoa, what would my geek cred be? Uh... You know what? I would recommend going. Yeah, okay. I would say I, I've been. Mark just got last night. My Mark. He just got 
two of the newly released Castlevania vinyls. So like mm. the soundtrack. Those vinyls. are is it Mon is it Mondo that's putting those out? I think is it Mondo, Mark? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Mondo. Yeah, and um, he's really loved listening to them for a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I really miss my old favorite soundtracks. So I would just my geek cred would be this week to see if you can find it on YouTube or Spotify and just take a like solid listen to the soundtracks of your favorite game because the music in gaming is so underrated because it's actually so stunning. A lot of the time it uh, is. Yeah. Sometimes it's throwaway. Sometimes it's throwaway. A lot of there's a lot of really good stuff out there. And like we were we specifically called out Castlevania. Um, those are actually vinyls that I've wanted to order because I think there's a Symphony of the Night one, and Symphony of the Night is notoriously like has, is notorious for having one of yeah. the best soundtracks of all time. The Castlevania franchise as a whole is actually is it's almost like Mega Man in that it's known for yeah. having amazing music, especially in those early games. So yeah, if you can get the soundtracks from like the first three Castlevania games and like probably Rondo and Symphony of the Night are all excellent, excellent ones. After that, they go they're on the Game Boy Advance, so the sound's not as great. Like the songs aren't as great, but um, yeah, those NES ones and SNES stuff like those through that period of time, those soundtracks are amazing. I really love the soundtrack to Kingdom Hearts and the soundtrack to uh, Mass Effect are really good. Mass Effect just because it's got that electronic like strange vibe but i just really love the the bass on it particularly is very cool so yeah it would be go listen to your favorite game soundtracks and if you haven't really listened to the music before you're missing out you're missing something yeah i've got a lot of uh gaming soundtracks on my in my itunes like a bunch of the zelda ones bunch of like the sonic and mario and yeah. stuff like that and there's some great stuff in there all right mark what is your geek cred for this week i mean my recommendation is to either like inform yourself politically or to stay away from it so it doesn't cause you the stress that has been causing really it's not daredevil again no no (laughs) actually what i was so i was flipping through youtube last night and they put up i found a thing that i'd seen years ago but like it's not widely available in 1995 there was a tour movie made of pearl james vitalogy tour that was never released Mm -hmm. and it's on it's been on youtube for years but like it's on youtube and i found it again this weekend or this week while i was sitting there watching it and it's a fun little kind of look into how the how toxic that band was Mm. in 1995 and like watching them tour around and like this is the tour that's kind of notorious for like the band was on the bus and touring around and ed was on in a van by himself not touring with them so there was like all this disjointed shit they had a new drummer there's all kinds of crazy stuff but there's tons of live performances that are at like peak 1990s pearl jam intensity Mm. so i highly recommend going and checking it out because there's versions of the stuff that comes out in Vitalogy that is kind of defining for me from those songs. So go look that up on YouTube. Just put in Pearl Jam 1995 in the YouTube. It'll be like this first or second thing that pops up. and Rip through it. It's fun. Cool. Good time. Nice. All right. Mikey Cred this week. Did you guys watch the first season of Making a Murderer that came out a couple years ago? That whole Manitowoc, Wisconsin thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second season is out now, came out a few weeks ago, and I started watching it just this past week. And it's just as fucked as the first season. And there's even, there's, you know, even more shit that calls into question, like prosecution of those two guys and still really fucking... Pretty disheartening, but also uh, pretty compelling to watch and just makes you understand how fucking broken the American legal system is. Yeah, that show uh, that show gave me like massive anxiety. I don't know if I'll be able to do season two until it's done and I can kind of binge it so that I know I can get to the end where yeah. there is a conclusion. Because waiting for the conclusion of the first one, 
ate at my yeah. soul like crazy. And it's so. just, uh, it's really, it's a really well produced documentary. It's really well shot. It's, yeah. I think it does a pretty good job of just giving you insight, not only in, not not just into this situation, but into sort of life of small town America kind of thing and how it these communities have kind of been left behind and neglected by politics for a long time. So yeah, I would, uh, I would recommend that making a murder season two on Netflix. And I assume it's on Netflix in Canada too, since it's like a Netflix original series. It is. Yeah. It's Netflix original. Yeah. It's been popping up as I've been going through daredevil. They're trying to get me to watch something yeah, else. Like, those nope. <laughs> Not today. Satan. Maybe you should step away from daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should stop watching the soup, the goddamn superstar <laughs> superhero show. Cause... Yeah. Why have you watched it three times already? Why have you watched season three, three yeah, pops times up like, already? Are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the crisis line <laughs> numbers anyway. Nice. All right. Well, with that, we will thank you for listening and let us know what you thought about this episode. We said a little bit more off the cuff. And if you enjoyed it, if it's something you would like to see us do again with, with Marvel characters next time, let us know maybe what your favorite random obscure DC characters are. And there's plenty more that we did not hit on so this could be an endless series of episodes (laughs) but yeah thanks for listening Uh, if you uh, uh, would like to give us feedback you can do so on our facebook page at facebook.com slash dance robot dance you can tweet at us at drd underscore podcast you can shoot us an email at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com if you are not subscribed already to our podcast you can do so on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, other podcasts, Shout Engine, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if you like what you hear, um, feel free to give us a share or a like or a rating and uh, let us know that you think we're doing a good job. With that, we will bid you adieu. Say good night, Mark. Good afternoon, I guess. Uh, good night. Or yeah, yeah. morning. Or whenever the fuck you're listening anymore. to this. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, Say bye, Christy. Bye. See you guys later. This is Tim signing off. We will see you next time. You guys sure you don't want to give another shot to uh, for a story for Powwow Smith before we before we leave? No. (laughs) What about Scalp Hunter? That's another actual character that exists. Yeah, we should talk about him at some point. That's pretty entertaining. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)